Welcome to Coming Out Evil. I'm Harley Honey. And I'm Mick Sedusa. Join our descent into villainy. Welcome back, evildoers. It's another episode of Coming Out Evil. Hey, hey, hey. We're back. And we're together again. Yay! Woo! Yes, we have a very special episode today. You want to let them know what's going on? It's our 21st episode. Woo! (laughs) And it's also a year about since we started the podcast, right? Yes, it's also coming out Evil's podcast anniversary. Wow, we've been doing this a whole year. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you have a favorite episode we've done? Ooh, I think (laughs) the first Shrek episode, yeah. That's fair. (laughs) Also, I'm personally pretty proud of the queer history like series as a whole oh true i really like history and i like teaching yeah i love that and i think your queer history episodes have been super informative if you haven't caught them there's an episode on flagging there's an episode on sex work history and then revisited sex work history did i catch all of them Mm -hmm. i think there's another one but yeah yeah, hell yeah. Though that series that was so solid. I'm so glad we started doing that as part of it. And the strike episode, of course, is Yeah. One of our top episodes, clearly. So Yeah, people love the Shrek episode. It is like the top viewed or top listened to episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I think for me, I love the Perfect Pussy Complex one. Oh, um yeah. I just spent a lot of time with editing that one also for like the podcast competition too so like there's just so which many we did not qualify for garbage. we did not fucking win which I don't understand we, we weren't ready no if y'all are interested in the five minute version of that episode we created for it it's very cute maybe I can post that somewhere and also that's where we got our first chipette snip oh. so <laughs> we're talking about the different ways to say pussy but we sound like chipettes so <laughs> have you considered the gene? so i love that one and i also love like the episode where we talk about like what is femme what is villain and then like on being a romantic some of the more identity-based ones i think have been really cool but mm-hmm. yeah i love our little podcast that we've built together so cool and here we are a year later so So we're going to celebrate today. We're going to play a game of truth or drink because our podcast is turning 21 and (laughs) we're celebrating a whole year of being here with you all. So yeah, I think I'm ready to jump into it if you are. Yep, I'm ready. All right. You want to go first? Sure. All right. When was the last time you lied about something important? Oh my God. First I have to get my brain to work. How does memory (laughs) work? Honestly, I don't. I can't really think of anything. Surely that's not true, though. <laughs> not that, okay, I'm not saying, like, I'm going around lying, but, like, <laughs> there's surely people I, like, work with or whatever. I'm just, like, I don't feel like doing that. I just, like, didn't. Okay, uh, well, no, I'm just going to, I honestly can't think of anything. <laughs> I just, I'm, wow. I, I don't want to waste any more time, but. Uh. <laughs> I didn't think I'd get a drink so soon. I just genuinely can't think of anything, and that's not <laughs> exciting, so I'm at least gonna drink, but... Okay. What are we drinking? Do you want to tell them? Oh, true. So I have... I found out they sell the chai flavor pumps on Amazon, and they take Snap, so <laughs> I got me some of those, and I mixed it with that delicious cookie liqueur that that one sponsor sent you? Yeah. Bake sale. Mm-hmm. They sent me some chocolate chip cookie liqueur 
which is gluten free. Yes, wild. Uh, but yeah, and they're super delicious. It's really strong though. Thirty three percent alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one pouch is not one shot. Yep. You should know more. that. It is more, more than, than that. <laughs> so, yeah, you're getting at least two drinks per pouch. Yes. 33% alcohol. They're great. So, yeah, I mix that with some milk and the cookie liqueur and chai. Yes. What are you drinking? My drink is far less exciting and makes less sense. It's just a limeade and a pouch of the liqueur. Ooh. Yeah. I'm trying to distract myself, mostly. That's weird. I've heard of lime and chocolate working together. I feel like I can yeah, see it. Yeah, I don't think it'll be too wacky. It's just, you know, not really what it's for. Like, I think that the original plan was, like, a hot chocolate, like a boozy hot chocolate, mm. but I'm just not in the mood for a heavy drink today, so That's what I love. this is what we're doing instead. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. Alrighty. So I guess it's my turn to ask you a question. If you suddenly became invisible, what would you do with your newfound transparency? Ooh. <laughs> okay. Give me a second. No, for I sure. definitely want to answer this. Ooh. <laughs> so... I'm trying to think what would be, like, most beneficial for me to see in secret. Mm. Or do... Oh, I... Well, okay, mm. my real answer, I think, would put us on a watch list. So let me not say that. <laughs> okay, so what is a more tame answer? <laughs> what if you said for legal purposes this is a joke? Would that... Um... <laughs> cover us or is that like <laughs> the alexa's not in the room with us right now so i think we're good she's definitely here into here oh that's crazy oh okay i definitely want to spy on someone maybe i'd Ooh. go swimming naked that would Ooh. be fun skinny dipping <laughs> skinny dipping i would visit all of my enemies and make their lives just like slightly more inconvenient be like a real life fairy just like yeah. fucking up their shit i'll just steal like socks i'll move furniture very slightly <laughs> so that they bump into it on their way to the bathroom at night like, oh my god yes <laughs> love that i'll just be the fae that everyone is afraid of <laughs> good answer good answer steve good answer <laughs> no, that's so funny that's a great use of that power thank you what is your most embarrassing guilty pleasure? Oof. Embarrassing guilty pleasure. Okay. <laughs> I love watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. I know, it's stupid, but I just, I can't help it. Like, something about that show just really gets to me. <laughs> I like a lot of, like, trashy reality TV, though. Like, I just feel yeah. like, in general, I feel like people will shit on it, but I don't know. It's just, once I know that something's gonna be shit, I can just turn my brain off and be like, yeah, I have no expectations for you to do better than the bare minimum, yeah. so. <laughs> I know you turned me onto the Real Housewives for a second there, <laughs> but then it got too colorist for me. To, yeah. For me to tolerate the colorism was and then season nine of real housewives of atlanta if you know you know when phaedra got fired that was too fucking much it was too much y'all should try to guess what part i quit watching at Ooh. try to to guess where i stopped if you've seen the show (laughs) okay yeah figure out what episode of real housewives of atlanta Harley stopped watching, and I'll send you a free trial link. Cause like, <laughs> that's funny. I love that. 
I'll post a hint on Twitter. So you should go to our Twitters. Yeah. We're coming out evil. <laughs> or I guess it's not Twitter. Oh, X. ew, I'm so tired. I'm go so tired. X. <laughs> ew. We will post a hint. <laughs> You can pry Twitter from my cold, dead hands. I will never <laughs> stop calling it Twitter. Elon Musk, that is a threat. I promise you, I will never oh call it X. What is your favorite movie that you secretly know is actually terrible? Oh, jeez. I like a lot of bad movies. <laughs> I think Despicable Me. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it's bad. I don't know. What oh, wait, wait. I thought of a better one. Ooh. Oh, but I forget its name. Is it called Shark Tales? Oh, the one with Will Smith as a fish? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'll stand ten toes down for that movie, but it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so horrible but i had it on boot like as a kid so i watched it all the time <laughs> and i just loved it and i think will smith is really funny and he it. really is i'm sorry he's a good voice actor honestly he's making an effort no that's i actually watched that for the first time during the pandemic like i've only oh, seen wow. it recently for the first time and it is a, i like it but i yeah. see what you're saying it is like a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad movie. I've seen so many video essays like shitting all over that movie, but it's just so cute. It is. <laughs> but the protagonist is so annoying. And it's like, I feel like Will Smith knew that. Like, I feel like he played into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. What is your biggest relationship deal breaker? Oy. Like, I'm talking instance breakup. Oy. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my mind is racing <laughs> right now. Okay, I don't think he listens, so I'm gonna go for it. I really, really, really don't do well when people suddenly drop off the face of the earth and don't tell me anything. Mm. And especially when it's more than a day, I'll just consider the relationship over generally. I am working on that, but currently we're at about a week right now. And I, I think I'm I'm hitting my limit. Like, because uh, I don't know. The other one that flashed through my mind was most recent ex. And I think the whole being actively not attracted to me really was a lot. Like suddenly. Oh, like, yeah, I sometimes forget that was a factor there. That was so random. Yeah. Yeah, I literally have never been sexier, so I just don't get it. But <laughs> it just wild people have bad taste. And it's like it's not that you like attraction can change your yeah. your sexual attraction can change. I get that, but it's the not being transparent about it and letting me figure that out. That was a lot. So yeah, especially since at some point you became polyamorous, it's not like it would have been off the table for you to get those needs met elsewhere if yeah. you just communicated about it. I agree. I think those are the two big ones that I'm really sitting with right now. But yeah, that not talking to me for a couple days, that'll do it. Like, I'll just, I'll consider relationship over. But Communication is important. It is. It really is. Oh, it's my turn. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I just talked, but yeah, <laughs> I forgot how it worked for a minute. If you could hire someone to do one thing for you, what would it be? Oh, goodness. One thing. Does that mean I don't have to pay them? Or do I have to pay them? Consider them, I would say consider them paid already. Okay. Consider them paid already. Somebody's offering you a person, hire them to do whatever you want. What would it be? A chauffeur. 
Oh, yeah. For sure. Good answer, Steve. Good answer. <laughs> so that's what, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, the transportation costs are Mm-mm. crazy. Absolutely bonkers. <laughs> and even with, like, the shared Ubers, the other day I got a lady that only spoke Russian, and then she got lost picking up a second person and added, like, 30 minutes to my ride. I was like, it's uh, not even worth it. Like, I'm just yeah, like, no. <laughs> but, no, that's so fair. A chauffeur would be fucking lit. Yeah. Oh, wait, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about the last time that you tripped in public. Last night? No, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. So. <laughs> I thought you had to think for a second. No, I dead ass. Last night, I was performing. I did my first burlesque act. I was live singing and doing burlesque, and I definitely tripped during it. But I don't think you should insert some of you singing. Ah, oh, shucks. I guess I'll do that. But let's do it. Riding my pony, my saddle's waiting. So come on, boy, and jump on it if you want it. Let's do it. Riding my pony, my saddle. Yeah, I sang a jazzy version of Pony while I got close to naked. But (laughs) yeah, I definitely tripped at some point. After like instrumental break and coming back up to the mic, and I definitely like leaned a little too much one way. I was like, whoop, and then let's shimmy down real quick and readjust it. Nice. At least that question give you a chance to talk about this show <laughs> yeah and i got another one coming up if y'all want to see it check out more details on twitter Love yeah <laughs> oh what's the shortest amount of time you've known someone before hooking up okay i'm thinking <laughs> shortest amount of time i've known them like period yeah like from your first hello to fuck i think a week I'm like really racking my brain because <laughs> that feels like it shouldn't be true, but I think it is. <laughs> they just really did it for you. Just very demisexual. That's valid. So I don't. I yeah. I really don't think it's ever been a shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think a week because I think I've definitely had it happen where like I've met someone and been like, let's arrange a date, and that normally takes a week. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh. There you go. You got it. <laughs> it's so hard because you're like, you just got finished talking. You're like, there's no way it's my turn. But <laughs> okay, what's the most embarrassing thing you've searched for on the internet? Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I want a drink. <laughs> I'm, no, we're not getting into that. <laughs> wow. The world will never know. It's the fact that I immediately had an answer. I was like, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> that was the fact that something immediately came to mind is so funny. <laughs> Whoa! That liqueur's at the bottom of this! Oh my god! I'm just gonna keep drinking because I don't want to remember this. <laughs> oh, I don't want to it. Alright. Alright, 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 alright. <laughs> now, ladies. Ooh, what sex act are you best at? Huh, I think oral. 
in general. Yeah. I've, I've gotten good reviews. That tracks. <laughs> I feel like I'm hesitant to say that because I'm like, it feels weird to say that I'm good at something and I'm the one saying I'm good at something. I can vouch but, and confirm. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I've gotten enough reviews to say the data supports this. That's it's very true, yeah. <laughs> Something about the tongue pressure just hits different. I don't know what you do that's so different than other people, but it, it really, it, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> just get yourself an autistic with an oral fixation. Have a muscular tongue. Yes. <laughs> okay. Tell us about your worst kitchen fail. My worst kitchen fail. I remember one time when I was a kid, I used to really like making breakfast for everybody. Hmm. But there was one time I, like, made eggs and I just way over-salted it. I don't know. I didn't tell if it was a motor issue or if I just, like, got distracted. I don't know. But I way over-salted it. And my mom was like, we're going to have to throw these away. And I was, like, crying. Like, so that one was, like, I don't want to say it was traumatic for me, but, like, it really stuck with me. I'm like, ah. Like, the fact that was the first thing I could think of, and it probably happened when I was, like, nine or ten. But... Yeah, I was pretty upset. <laughs> Poor baby. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> it's okay, you've got this. Thank you. Do you have a bucket list? And if so, what is one thing on that list? I, okay, I would really like to win a Pornhub award. Ooh. You know how Pornhub does, like, the end of the year, like, superlatives for models i would really like to win best blowjob artist one day Ooh. yeah i'm manifesting it but i only have one video up there right now you should go watch it actually it's a compilation <laughs> it's a compilation of stuff on my only fans in case you were hesitating about you know subscribing you could go check out a little compilation Call us an extension cord because we're full of plugs. But... <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely see that happen. I think you do really good like POV blowjob videos for sure. Thank you. <laughs> okay, what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done to impress someone else? Oi. Mm. Nah. That's a good question. <laughs> to impress somebody else? Huh. <laughs> you know, it's definitely like, <laughs> oh, oh, this is, I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did have to escape a vampire cult, so that tells you that I was, like, kind of, I don't want to say involved. Involved feels strong. <laughs> but I definitely was, like, as, like, the first red flag happened, I was like, oh, that's your coping skill. That's fine. You know, do what you gotta do. And then it kept going. And I think there was a tension between wanting to show my loyalty and impress them and also being like, I gotta go. So, <laughs> you know, I think getting tangentially involved in that it was probably the most embarrassing i could get <laughs> being tangentially involved in a vampire cult yeah i don't i don't know how to how you bounce back from that one really but <laughs> yeah uh, i can't even think of something else like that's just i, I, think, that's, I think that's a good answer <laughs> i think everything else pales in comparison to that but <laughs> oh oh my god okay who is the most inappropriate person you've ever had a crush on like Okay, can we confine this to in adulthood? Because I feel like that's fair. Yeah, it's yeah. It's normal for children to have crushes <laughs> on adults, but that's always inappropriate. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I don't think they would listen to this. 
Oh, a current one. Uh. No, but I like the strength trainer that I worked with the other day. I was kind of like, oh. But I feel like I just do this thing where if someone is good at something in front of me, like, that's it. Like, I'm just very much, like, into someone being talented at something. And I bear witness to it. I love that. I appreciate that. It, like, draws me to a person. But also, I think that having a crush on my personal trainer is very corny. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say, like, oh, because they're, like, working or whatever. But no, you're like, that's corny. (laughs) It's just cliche. Because, like, everybody does that. But I swear, it's not because I'm just looking at them like that. It's that, like, they were talking and they really knew what they were talking about. Like, they were talking about these muscle groups and like how each movement like Ooh. affects each muscle and we were talking about how to like accommodate my joint issues and just like hearing someone be like passionate and knowledgeable about something and like good at it is something that does it for me. That's fair. That's a big one. What can I say? I love that. <laughs> they also had big muscles, but that's, no, that wasn't the main <laughs> Tell me about a time that you are not proud of how you handled a conflict. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like, oh, there's definitely one time in the group on Facebook we're in that's like the big network of people. And like somebody posted and they were like, hey, I took on this article to talk about like transgender issues, but I'm not trans and I don't really know like how to answer it. And I was like, you definitely should not have taken that, especially if you're getting paid. And I didn't realize it was another black person. So I definitely came at them a little spicier than I would have. But like, I definitely like have a lot of regrets about that and maybe how I showed up in that context. But also like, you weren't a trans person or getting paid to write an article about that. Like I I, the race doesn't change either of those very valid criticisms. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I definitely... Yeah, I go back and forth on that one, but... <laughs> but I understand the urge to have maybe wanted to be more delicate with Facebook. Yeah. But it, I think that at the end of the day, it doesn't make the criticisms look less valid or them undeserving of being criticized. No, you know? for sure. It would have been a kind accommodation if you had known and were gentler with them. Mm. Oh, shit. Shit! <laughs> okay. So. What kind of porn do you search for? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you just in here deciding to attack me? Just was curious, I don't know. I am not answering that. Ah! <laughs> I don't know if I'm proud I finally got you to drink or if I'm sad you're not answering. <laughs> really conflicting feelings here. I think, you know, there are some things that you like in theory, but wouldn't do in practice, you know? That's valid. And I think these things I'll keep in my heart. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> in my thoughts and in my prayers. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> the world will never know. ever been in a long distance relationship and if so how did it end no really not for me oh wow i'm impressed yeah just... <laughs> no <laughs> I, I i'm guess like you'd sooner 
move states with the person. Hey, okay. <laughs> All right. That was uncalled for. nap and try to recoup <laughs> long distance absolutely not move 600 plus miles sure <laughs> to be fair oh, whatever I, I can't uh, whatever whatever you need to defend yourself it's okay <laughs> it's not even like i just <laughs> you know how those lizards have the thing go up automatically it's just like I, when you have an attack like that something primal goes off where you're just like ow like <laughs> instead of doing long distance that was a conversation we had and i was like no so and granted there were other factors that went into me thinking this move was the right thing and it was but also what does that say about i don't know whatever 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 it was a canon event it was <laughs> what's the weirdest role play you've ever done yeah i think it's gonna be the same person because one okay so i've been in a lot of toxic abusive relationships so when you have something like in your face it just makes it a lot easier but this was not in my face for a long time mm -hmm. and like even when people were like hey like this could if you wanted you could you know use that word but like <laughs> um, i was like oh i i guess so and i just really and then even for like when we like ended things, I was like, hey, like, I, I don't think being romantically involved makes sense, but we can still cuddle, we can still have like an intimate friendship, whatever. And even that going south and just seeing like a lot of nastiness come forth, so I'm like, whoa, like, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even like I had fallen out of love by the time I ended things romantically. I was you just got like, thrown, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was like, clearly, this like both of our low points aren't meshing, and like, if we can't show up how we both need to for each other. I don't just don't think it's a good idea. So the falling out of love didn't happen until after when I was still having to like live with them for six months, which was also a lot. So yeah, that was definitely an experience. 
And also the fact that all my finances and I couldn't apply for benefits and stuff too. Like it was just one of the messiest ones to untangle. So yeah, I think that one was just kind of rough, but now I'm here. I'm filling in. We're good. We're vibing. So, Ooh. you know. Not just for massages. Love that. (laughs) What's the most outrageous thing you can remember doing while under the influence? (laughs) You know the answer to this question, I feel like. There there was the time that I ran home. I was wondering if it was going to be that. (laughs) This is what had happened. (laughs) Is that I was out and about. I was a youngin'. (laughs) <laughs> and I had a Long Island iced tea for the very first time. I thought it was like not that strong because it was so sweet. Like, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of experience drinking, so I had like two. Oh, and I'm a lightweight even today. Okay, right I now I was even more of a lightweight than a couple years ago when this happened. <laughs> and I was dating someone at the time who I'm not dating anymore, but they were pivotal in keeping me safe this evening because I'm told that I did such a wide variety of things. Like I eloped multiple times, and that's something that I do if I get drunk. Is that I will just flee. A very strong <laughs> flight response, and I'll just run away. <laughs> I'll just take off. And so I did that that evening. That was one of the first times I did that. So I ran off, and I started running towards where I live. <laughs> and they had to chase after me, and I was also trying to strip out of the clothes that I was wearing because I was too hot. So I was, like, running and, like, removing layers, and I think it was, like, winter, so I'm just, like throwing layers behind me they need to pick up my clothes after me <laughs> wait i didn't realize it was winter the first time you told this this is yes yeah, so it was like outrageous that i was claiming i was too warm <laughs> <laughs> oh my god each time i hear this it gets better <laughs> so yeah <laughs> that's funny. i think my answer to that question is running several miles home while removing the outer layers of my clothing that's so good <laughs> Has anyone ever confessed to a crime to you? Yes. (laughs) Well, you obviously shouldn't share all the details, but, like, what was the crime? Because, I mean, I had a lot of friends doing shoplifting and shit, but I feel like that's, like... Can you think of a wacky shoplifting story? A wacky shoplifting story? Honestly, I, I just... I don't know, almost everybody I grew up with just did it all the time, so it was just so normalized. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know, like, even... Everyone had sticky fingers. I do remember whenever Kmart was closing in Kentucky, me and my partner at the time went in and were just... I think that was the first time I got them to start doing it, because we're like, the store's closing, <laughs> nobody cares, like... Yeah. So that was kind of funny. I heard that when you shoplift, sometimes bigger stores will just, like, use facial recognition technology to keep track of how much merchandise you steal and they'll just wait for you to rack up a felony amount of merchandise before they say anything to you so if you think you're getting away with shoplifting from walmart maybe you are for now <laughs> for now you better not hit up that same place again yeah and if they for some reason have your address like if you have a credit card with them or something and they catch you like mm-hmm. they can mail you something up to a year after so like you gotta yeah 
Yeah. Be careful with that shit, but... Also, with the facial recognition technology nowadays, like, it can be multiple store-wide, like, stuff, oh, true. so you are not safe if you hit up different ones. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's, you know... I feel like, ethically, like, shoplifting from a big chain stores, like, whatever, but, like, that's probably... You know? Yeah, but I'm worried about you. <laughs> right, not right, them. right, right. Sorry, yeah, it yeah. Is you, dear viewer, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you, dear listener. Sorry, I know I was saying in terms of the question, like that's probably yeah. like the biggest crime I could think of for now. But <laughs> <laughs> what is your biggest sexual regret? I feel like I have a lot of embarrassing sexual experiences, but it's not normally my fault. <laughs> what? <laughs> but they're still embarrassing for you. Well, no, I oh, just okay. mean embarrassing in general. Okay, okay, like, okay. It's unfortunate that happens. I guess. Oh no! I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm trying. I might have to drink just because I don't have an answer. I feel that. No, I feel like I wait on sex so much that like, I feel like if I would become embarrassed. I'm probably not in bed with you in the first place. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's fair. Or at least if something I did was embarrassing. I just feel like there have definitely been times where, like, someone has, like, come too fast and been ashamed. (laughs) And then awkward about it after. But, yeah, that's not a thing that I care about. Yeah. Yeah, I will take a drink. Okay. (laughs) No, that's fair. What is your opinion on public displays of affection? Hmm. Yeah, so I like a little hand-holding. I like a little smooch. But I think, in general, I've always been a little hesitant to do more than that, just with, like, strangers around. But especially, like, being in any queer or sapphic relationships, like, I don't know, I just feel very strongly about gatekeeping our intimacy and not having it, like, for public consumption. Without, <laughs> like, both for safety reasons and also, like, emotional safety, too, but... Yeah, that's so fair. Yeah. Being openly queer in public can be difficult for so many layers and reasons. Yeah. But even when I'm out, like, you know, if I'm if I'm with a guy or whatever, like, I'm still not super comfortable with, like, making out in public. and It definitely feels like, at a point, it's showing off. I don't know. Like, I've just never seen it as, like, a holy, innocent thing. But... Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Have you ever been caught masturbating? Yes. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like it wasn't that big a deal because it was just my partner at the time, Mm. like, walking into, like, their bedroom. (laughs) Yeah. So they went out to the store (laughs) and I was just hanging out there. And it's not that this is not a thing I'm allowed to do. I was allowed to do it. And they were abused at catching me (laughs) and take great joy in trying to catch me and just succeeded on this day. (laughs) So, yeah, I just, I feel like sometimes I see masturbation as very just, like, much maintenance like mm-hmm. i'm a car if that makes sense yeah i feel that <laughs> so yeah also i think i just like wanted to take a nap and i feel like that's a good fast track to falling asleep for me well. so i'm just trying to take a little nap and they were back earlier than i expected we're just opening the door to their own bedroom and i was like ah how dare you into your own room that's so, the yeah. cute love that <laughs> Okay. 
What is the last sext that you sent? Oh, honestly, probably something along the lines of, like, I can't wait to be your toilet or something. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. The most recent? Yeah. <laughs> she work hard for the money. No. So <laughs> hard for the money. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that, that probably was the most recent. <laughs> Describe the most embarrassing time you got turned on. Huh. I okay, let me think. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, I just have very little shame, so I feel like the That's problem fair. isn't that there isn't an example, but like did I care? <laughs> right, right, That's fair. There was this okay, so I'm demisexual, so it is like kind of difficult for it to happen that I'm like attracted to a stranger like someone Mm. I don't like know at all but the one time in my memory that that happened was actually just a deeply stressful evening because I was so unfamiliar with the sensation yeah and like I just panicked but I was at a burlesque show and I saw this performer it was just a really good act and this is also one of the first times that I realized that, like, I'm very affected by watching someone be very talented at something. Fair. And they, it was a really great act. But, yeah, I was just like, oh, my goodness, what are these feelings? Like, I was, like, warm. I was, like, sweaty. <laughs> I was, like, oh, my God, it's so uncomfortable. And I feel like those feelings, like, those also happen when I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> so yeah. it just fueled me having a panic attack while also being turned on. My friends actually had to take me outside. Oh. And... <laughs> Help me to breathing exercises. Oh my so god! I can calm down. Not a horny attack. <laughs> I was just like, "What is this?" I love that. Okay, have you ever kept a secret from a partner that you should have shared? Whoa! <laughs> Yikes! I mean, uh, yeah. I feel like I'm talking about this last relationship a lot, but I feel like. <laughs> I feel like the minute they came out, I knew in my gut that it would not work. The minute they came out. And, like, I dismissed it because I thought it was, like, trauma from a previous relationship. Oh, or, so like, they know what this person came out as. You should probably specify. Oh, that's fair. They came out as a trans man. I know for me and the way I'm set up sometimes <laughs> that being in a relationship with a man can be very hit or miss for me. There are a lucky few who get through sometimes. And so I think when I go into a relationship knowing that, that's one thing. And I know like, okay, there are things that are going to be more activating for me. There's going to be things that remind me of certain other things, whatever. When I'm already in a relationship and then finding this out, it's a whole different situation for me. And I think that's just like, you know, not like I, they didn't know until they knew. Like, it was nobody's fault that that's how that happened. But I also, I think, in my gut, the minute they told me, I... But at that point, we had moved to the city and had been here maybe two months. Dang. So I was like, oh, I don't really know my options are here. Ooh. So I, you know, I think there was a lot of guilt about, like, not wanting that to be the reason and not wanting to be, like, affected from my own trauma and that getting in the way. But I think part of me knew the minute they told me. That that just wasn't meant to be. But that's so difficult. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think he listens to this podcast. I'd be surprised if he does anything to do with me anymore. But <laughs> if he did to bring this up, he'd have to admit that he did. 
He'd have to get through all the blocks first. No, but... <laughs> yeah, so I think that's, like, hard. And I do think... Like, all that to say, too, like, you know, if your partner comes out as, like, trans or, like, another gender than how they first presented to you, like, there are ways to navigate that. It does not mean, have to mean the end of a relationship. And, like, I think for me, even, like, I think there's things we could have done to, like, work through that together. Mm-hmm. But I think it takes a lot of intentionality, a lot of awareness... And a lot of growing together instead of growing apart as you all both process it and figure it out. But, yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. All right, next question. <laughs> Have you ever thought of someone else while you were sleeping with someone? Yes. Oh! <laughs> but I don't think I should say. <laughs> Just take the train. Okay. I'm just, I'm very demisexual. It's valid. Have you ever shot your shot with someone and gotten rejected? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. private <laughs> Oh, God. Gotta go with the time that made my parents come up with the new rule. Because there's a time when I was in eighth grade, there's this guy, I thought he was so cute. And I, like, I don't remember if I asked him on a date or if I just said I like you or whatever. And he said I looked like his dog's ass. And the amount of support I got from a bunch of other random middle school. So I switched middle schools in eighth grade, right? So I was a new girl for the first semester, didn't talk. So you can imagine this is second semester. I've barely started talking to people. And still a group of random 13-year-olds came to my defense because this guy was so mean to me. And my parents were then like, you need to just let boys come to you. Because that destroyed me. It was really bad. Yikes. Yeah, and so maybe reason 73 I struggled with initiation. (laughs) Yeah, why did they make that a rule? Because they didn't want to see me get rejected like that again. And they like... I don't. It's a band-aid, you know. Right. What they really should have broke down for you is like how to start to discern if someone's interested in you and, you know parenting yeah that and also like i also remember like it wasn't just some random boy like we were friends like it wasn't just out of nowhere like and like i also think i do think there's also like some sort of bioessentialist element of like oh they like to hunt they like to chase whatever so like that kind of thinking definitely also went into it but yeah so there's definitely that but even in adulthood i've definitely shot my shot and been rejected i just got rejected the other day (laughs) No. Yeah. <laughs> but, Wait, do I know about this? No, I don't think so. No. Uh, it was somebody on Lex, and they, like, put their Instagram. They're like, hey, sh- message me on Instagram if you're interested. And mm-hmm. so I did that. And they're like, hey, I just went through your profile, and I don't think we'd mesh. Like, you're not my type. And I'm like, what? Damn. What? It's like, okay, girl. Bye. Why did you put out such a broad call? I'm saying. I was like, whatever. So, yeah, I stay getting rejected, but it's like. That's cool. <laughs> I respect the chillness. <laughs> I also feel like... Sorry, I'm still thinking about, like, what your parents saying that... Like, like, the messaging that, like, reinforces about... Because I feel like that carries the message that anybody you're interested in has the potential to act like that. Which I don't think is a good message to be imparting on a young child that, like, anybody you're interested in, you should be concerned, will immediately degrade you. And thus, you should not ever initiate with people. Uh, It's like if I didn't have rejective sensitivity 
rejection rejection sensitivity dysphoria yeah, yeah. if that didn't happen before that surely didn't help like, yeah my goodness so yeah you know <clears throat> well the like way that people with adhd get rejection sensitivity dysphoria i don't think it's because like that's just a symptom of ADHD. Right. It's, it's because of the trauma that people with ADHD tend to experience. Like, that is a, like, kind of natural outcome is a sensitivity to rejection because people, like, the world's just not built for us. Yeah. And so we, like, often fail at things in childhood that people expect us not to fail at and so don't understand why we're failing. And so... We get a lot of, like, negative feedback over these failures and not a lot of support fixing the failures. And so we naturally grow into adults who are sensitive to criticism and sensitive to rejection. So, yes. Hoyle. (laughs) I am going to work on that with my therapist. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so last question. (laughs) If you woke up with a dick, what's the first thing you would do? Pee, probably. Nice. Right away. Solid answer. <laughs> <laughs> I would stand up and I'd pee. Love that. <laughs> good answer, Steve. Good answer. <laughs> wow, what a fun little game. Couple drinks in there. <laughs> yeah. I definitely feel a little... <laughs> a little litty-titty. A little bit. I do have one more surprise. Surprise. <laughs> so, we did this because... Our podcast started a year ago. I think we posted the first one on September 14th. I think so, yeah. But we, yeah, so this is coming out because we're posting every two weeks. So it'll be September 3rd when it comes out. Do you know what also happened about a year ago? I don't know. That's okay. (laughs) So we started the podcast about a week after we got engaged. Oh. So when this podcast comes out, this episode, it'll be four days before our engagement anniversary. Oh, And I got you something. Oh boy! <laughs> oh my goodness! Wait, this appears to be a deck of cards. Maybe it has, it's a box. Mm-hmm. It's card sized. It has a picture on it of us from yeah. the engagement shoot. All right, so pull those out and then set them down. Down and take off the top three. Okay. And then flip them over. Oh, cute! <laughs> those are the cards we drew that night. <laughs> wow, that's so sweet. And you can look through the other cards too if you want, but. And it's pictures of us. It is. <laughs> it's a lot of our greatest hits in that deck, so. Yeah, these are so cute. Oh my gosh. These are like three of my favorite pictures, too. Oh, I'm so glad. That worked out really well. Yeah, so I've been. Oh my goodness. Going through it's all of, of our pictures. From... Oh my goodness. Our entire Some of relationship. These are real throwbacks. <laughs> yeah. Because I wanted to get. <laughs> the one that made me say that was a picture that I took of her napping on me once. <laughs> From very early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of good memories oh in there. First oh, time we had crepes. The pool, the first photo shoot mm-hmm. we had together. The anniversary pics are just so great. They really are. <laughs> the engagement photos oh, of flying around. Um, the fact there's Joker cards is so great too. Oh, oh the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, the cosplay. Yes. Tupperware. <laughs> That's how I remember those outfits. Just Tupperware. Say, say it again. Slow. Tub. Wrong. <laughs> what do you mean wrong? <laughs> it's Tupperware. Tup. 
babe. Bees. Aw. That's our first oh, date. Oh, the first date. Yeah. Cute. Also, the first time I asked you for a kiss. Yeah. Aww. I was very nervous. <laughs> You did it. Yes. <laughs> oh, the lip slip. Ooh. <laughs> Remember when Amanda was like, tell a joke. Say something. <laughs> or whisper something in her ear that'll make her laugh. <laughs> they turned that man into a doll. <laughs> Why did they turn him into a doll? Uh, Have we ever talked about that movie? Oh my god, we should. <laughs> no. Oh my god. If you will, okay, one, if you haven't seen Life Size, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Two, you probably haven't seen the sequel. I get it. But go watch the sequel right now. They definitely did the thing where they, like, aged it up for the people originally interested in the movie. Mm-hmm. But the resolution is crazy! <laughs> it's literally the opposite of Barbie. Like, yeah, just... <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to spoil Barbie, I guess, oh, but yeah, so... <laughs> They turned that man into a doll. <laughs> a chef cooking with plastic food. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, fuck. But yeah. We definitely need to review that movie. So oh good. Yeah. I need to get you back. Because <laughs> if y'all don't know, they bamboozled me when they proposed to me. But <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> well, thanks for celebrating with us one year of the podcast and turning 21. Keep up with us. We're on lots of excitement. And we'll see y'all on our website, which is linked yeah. right in this Bye. episode Bye. description. Bye. Yeah, the description might be a tad long, so click see more and you should be able to see it. Also, check out our merch. We have a bunch of really cute merch that you should go enjoy because it's absolutely fucking adorable. I'm obsessed with it, like, objectively obsessed with it <laughs> yes we have all sorts of stuff including a yassified lord farquaad that yeah. i designed myself it is so good there's a pro evil radical femme design that's on a bunch of merch i have a duffel bag and a tote bag for it because i'm so obsessed with it like it's just so good for all your evil bimbo needs go check it out yeah go check us out and thanks for listening bye <laughs> hell yeah music by audionautics.com